a while back, um, I was making a picture for my grandson, an oil painting of lots of animals, and then I thought it wasn't really quite enough um, to give it by itself because it seemed strange. So I wrote a story about two of the characters in the picture, and then I wrote a few more stories, and uh, so here's one of them, and it's called uh, Polly and Jessie Hunt for Lost Treasure. Polly is a penguin and Jessie is an elephant. Um, they were the two characters in that picture. So, chapter one, a dusty map. Last Tuesday, when Jessie was snuffling through her peanut bag, a piece of paper got stuck to her trunk. Hey, Polly, get this off, she whined, shaking her trunk from side to side. Polly waddled over and peeled the paper off of Jessie's nose. What is this? asked Polly. I don't know, but it was stuck to my nose, said Jessie. Polly spread the paper on the ground. Mm, I think you found a treasure map in your peanuts. Look, Polly pointed excitedly to a big black X on the map. See, Jessie, treasure X marks the spot. Can you read, asked Jessie. Mm, not exactly, said Polly, but X on a map is always treasure, right? Jessie shrugged. Do you think the treasure is peanuts? Nope. Well, maybe, she said. It's on an island. Come on, we'll need to find a boat. Chapter 2, Setting Sail Jessie cracked a few peanuts and peered between the boats moored on the water's edge. She watched them bob up and down and cracked another peanut. Polly was lying on her stomach on the pier, gazing into the ocean at passing fish darting here and there. She watched as an old pirate limped onto the deck of a small boat. Wait here, she whispered. No one will want an elephant on their little boat. Hey, mister, Polly shouted. Want to join us on a treasure hunt? We need a boat. The pirate had a black patch over one eye and a purple bandana tied around his head. Do you know your wooden leg is too short? asked Polly, trying to think of something to say. Of course I do, said the pirate. You might need a new one, no offence. You might get one with a treasure, she added. What be the treasure, birdseed? Don't know, maybe dried fish? Peanuts, birdseed, wooden legs, said Polly. Ha, well no matter, said the pirate. My name's Pete and this here boat is the jumping jellyfish. Great, said Polly, before he could say another anything else. I'll just get my friend, and Polly darted off the boat and waved to Jessie. Jessie was ready and stomped onto the deck, making the boat tip precariously to one side. Pete jumped up. You'll be an elephant. It's okay, said Polly. She'll stay in the middle of the boat downstairs, just like ballast. Chapter 3, Frozen in Time. We'll need to pass through the Sea of Glass, said Pete, studying the map and frowning. Sea of Glass, said Jessie. I don't want to go into any sea of glass. What's a sea of glass? It's what it is and we have to go through it. It'll be fine, Jessie, said Polly. Jessie snorted. The wind picked up. The sails filled and Jessie shivered. I don't like to be cold, she moaned. The wind pulled and pushed and pushed and pulled the boat and the boat sailed on and on toward the island with Pete at the helm steering. Suddenly, Jessie gasped. The sea of glass! A wall of ice rose in front of them so high Polly could not even see above it. Jessie trembled and ran down the stairs into the cabin below and Polly followed. Flip, 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 flip. Only Pete was brave. After a few minutes, Polly and Jessie reappeared. What happened? Polly asked. And at that very moment, Pete looked at them and they passed through the ice and all of them were frozen in time. Chapter 4, Giant Tentacles Minutes passed, hours passed, days passed. A whole week went by, and then suddenly a ray of sunshine. The ice began to melt. Drip, drip, drip. Phew, that was a bit close, said Polly, brushing off some icicles from her fur. 
My trunk is still frozen, said Jessie, trying to give it a shake. Polly laughed and popped overboard for some fish and soon reappeared. Full up, she lay down on the deck to sun herself. Jessie was busy hunting for her peanuts. Suddenly, a giant eyeball appeared above the stern, blinking and winking. Yikes, screamed Pete, pointing. It's going to eat us alive, shrieked Polly. A smiling mouth had appeared under the eyeball and eight tentacles slid over the deck. Jessie flew up the mast and sat in the crow's nest, causing the boat to tip dangerously to one side. A tentacle curled around Pete's foot. Pete passed out. Polly screamed. A second tentacle curled around his waist, and a third, and a fourth, and a fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, until he looked just like a giant sucker. The tentacles lifted him up towards the smiling mouth. Chapter 5. Sea of Flowers. He's made of wood! Jessie bellowed down from the crow's nest. Wood is very bad for digestion, she added. The tentacles were still for a second and slowly began to unwind. Whack! Pete dropped to the floor. Tentacles slid back over the deck and silently disappeared into the water. Jessie clambered down. Polly helped Pete up and all three sighed and went for a nap. The boat rolled up and down and soon Polly and Jessie were fast asleep in the warm afternoon sunshine. Mmm, lovely smell, muttered Polly, half asleep, as falling petals drifted down, tickling her nose. She opened one eye and then the other. She sat up. Jessie, she shouted, look, flowers, thousands of flowers. Blue, red, yellow, pink, orange, all colours of flowers cover the deck and fill the ocean with their blossoms. Jessie leant over the railing and swished the flowers about with her trunk. Hey, do you mind, a voice said. Who are you? Why are you here, asked Jessie. We're just here, the flower said calmly, waving her petals in the breeze. Just then the ship ground to a halt. We've stopped, shouted Jessie. Polly waddled over. Pete says we're stuck. The petals are clogging the rudder. Oi, hoy, shouted Pete through a giant megaphone. Out the way, flowers. But the flowers just smiled and stays. I know what to do, whispered Polly, jumping into the ocean and disappearing under the petals. Polly, Polly, Pete and Jessie stood leaning over the railing for a long time, watching for any sign of Polly. Chapter 6, The Hungry Turtles. Has she gone? murmured Jessie, looking near to tears. Nah, said Pete, not believing himself. Right then, a brown nose appeared, and another, and another, and a whole sea of hungry turtles appeared, one behind the other. They chomped on the petals, and in no time had made a path through the flowers. The boat sputtered to life, and the wind pushed them out of the sea of flowers, and they were on their way. What about Polly? Have you seen Polly? Jessie shouted to a big turtle. She's right behind. She found us. And the turtle flapped and disappeared under the water. Polly's head popped up. Here I am. Jessie smiled a big smile and helped Polly on board. I'm hungry, Jessie moaned, looking everywhere under benches, the steering wheel bunks, but she could not find a peanut crumb anywhere. Land ho, yelled Pete from the crow's nest, where he had been taking an afternoon nap. Land ho. And three seconds later, the boat ran ashore. Polly and Jessie jumped out of the boat. Come on, Pete yelled. Polly, bring the map. Chapter 7. Finally the treasure. Polly dashed across the sand toward a large palm tree. Coconuts lay underneath. Jessie followed close behind. Where are we going, she breathed. Ah, to the X. Where is it? I can't see an X. Polly stopped, alarmed. Hmm, me neither. But it was on the map. Just then, Pete landed in a flurry of feathers. We can't see the X, Pete. Do you know where it is? Pete looked at the map. This way, it's right here. No, can't be, said Jessie. No X here. Pete looked at Polly and Jessie. Uh, you do know that the X is only on the map, 
right? What? No treasure? We came all this way for nothing? No, said Pete. We have to dig where it says X on the map. Chapter 8. Treasure Unearthed. The sun went down and came up and went down, and now all three were starving. A monkey wandered by drinking coconut milk from the coconut. When he saw Polly, Jessie and Pete lying on the ground, he laughed and threw the coconut at them. It hit Pete on the head. Whack! Jessie was about to throw it back when she suddenly said, Look, we can use it as a spoon to dig. And she started furiously digging in the sand. Pete and Polly ran off to fetch another coconut. Jessie broke it open with her trunk on the tree trunk. And after a nice sip of coconut milk, they all began to dig. It wasn't long before they found a large cardboard box. Someone had painted jewels of all colours on the front and gold bars on the side. Jessie peeled off the top in one scoop and there inside, under a dusty blanket, was the most amazing treasure. There was one giant bag of peanuts, two bags of birdseed, one box of dried fish and on the very bottom was a brand new wooden leg and it fitted Pete just right. Polly shook the blanket out and they all sat down to have a lovely picnic. The end. And I do hope one day you might see the book because then you'd see the pictures and you'd see that Pete is actually um, a parrot. Bye-bye.